Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, March 28th. This is Jamie Goldberg with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. For taxpayers who don't want to pay to file their taxes electronically, the Oregon Department of Revenue long provided free options. Last year, nearly 70,000 Oregonians used one, but Oregon quietly discontinued its most used versions this year, leaving previously eligible Oregonians with taxable incomes above 73,000 with no option to file for free online. That is nearly half of Oregon tax filers. The state cited a decision by Intuit, maker of market-dominating tax software, TurboTax, to discontinue technical support for the free service. The change could be a particularly big deal this year when taxpayers are expecting the largest kicker tax rebate in Oregon history. Population growth in the Portland area ground to a halt in 2020 after a period of slowing down since its mid-2010s boom, according to U.S. Census Bureau data. The Portland metro area saw its population drop 0.2% from July 2020 to July 2021 to about 2.5 million residents. That translates to a loss of about 4,600 people, according to new estimates. The relatively small decline conflicts with other estimates. The Portland State University Population Research Center estimated a slight increase in population in 2021 for the Portland metro region. But both estimates are a far cry from the rapid population growth of recent decades. From 2000 to about 2018, the region gained an average of 30,000 residents per year. COVID-19 hospitalizations in Oregon could climb to around 300 this spring due to a particularly infectious coronavirus subvariant and the state's decision to lift mask requirements. A new Oregon Health and Science University forecast predicted March 25th. The projected bump in hospitalizations is minuscule compared to the peaks reached during the Delta and Omicron waves. About half of those in the hospital would be there to get treatment for a different condition, but would test positive for COVID-19, according to the university's estimates. Hospitalizations would then fall by around mid-June, according to the forecast. Cases and hospitalizations have been dropping since the Omicron surge peaked in January. Daily average cases are now as low as they were before the Delta wave. Surviving same-sex partners who were barred from marrying under the law, or who were married only briefly before their spouse died, can now apply for survivor's benefits through the Social Security Administration. The change comes as a result of two federal class action lawsuits brought on behalf of same-sex survivors. The agency in November dropped its Trump-era appeals in Thornton v. Commissioner of Social Security and Eli v. Saul. Advocates say the benefits could be life-changing for eligible Oregonians. Under the new rules, same-sex partners who can show they would have married their deceased partner if it had been legally possible, or who were married for less than nine months before their partner died because they weren't able to legally get married earlier, can now receive survivors' benefits. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.